$100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. Are you ready to kickstart your week with some dirt slinging and tire slaying action motorsports radio that packs the biggest guests? Hi, right, Ken Block here. Hey, my name's Jolene Van Butte. What's up, Brian Deegan here? Vaughn Ginn Jr. here. They've been thrown into one show that has broken down the barriers of what a motorsports radio show should be. This is the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Racer, with support from General Tire, KMC Wheels, Dirtfish, Gibson Exhaust, and MTX Audio, with your host, who also happens to spend his weekends flying 800 horsepower trucks through the dirt, Jim Beaver. When was the last time you saw an off-road rally driver begging to get behind the wheel of a NASCAR IndyCar? Yep, not happening, but you sure see these pavement racers begging to drive our cars. And his partner in crime every week, a self-proclaimed Canadian moto chick who was jumping triples and taking podiums before most guys have learned to ride. Amy Hood. No one knows how to say my last name. Like, is it really that hard? Amy Hood, like I'm from the hood. Don't get it twisted. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to join us as we take you through a motorsports ride like no other. Here is the man who carries a steering wheel in one hand and a mic in the other, Jim Beaver. Good morning and welcome to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. This is an all-killer, no-filler edition of everybody's favorite action motorsports radio show. Um, Like you've learned before, sometimes when it rains, it pours. I put some feelers out trying to get some guests lined up. Sometimes they all happen, sometimes none happen. This week, they're all happening. Slammed show Kicking things off, we're not even doing our intro segment. I'm flying solo today. Amy Hood, she's got the flu bug. She's trying to get healthy for Monster Jam this weekend because she's sitting second in the points. I've got the best in the desert season opener. I'm qualifying the trophy truck on Thursday. But here it is. We're Tuesday, Wednesday if you're listening to National Syndication. We got X Games Snowbike gold medalist Brock Hoyer. He's calling in here in just a couple of minutes. Then following him, we got my good friend Lauren Mayhew. Singer, actress, host. She's been around the motorsports community a bit, but she just dropped a new single last week. So obviously, we got to get Lauren on the show. Then we've got trophy truck badass Justin Matney. He's won before here at Parker. So he's calling in in hour number one. Then kicking off hour number two, we got Supercross and X Games talk. And then we got broadcast legend. We got Larry Matt calling in. So we are slam packed here. Hang tight. We'll be back. After this break on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
When R.J. Anderson wanted to set a world record for the longest UTV jump in history, not once but twice, what company did he trust? Polaris and their championship-winning Razor XP1000. R.J. is a UTV champion behind the wheel of Polaris vehicles, and he exclusively trusts the Polaris Razors to bring him race wins and championships against some of the toughest off-road racers in the world. The same Polaris Razors RJ has won championships in, set world records in, and conquered the wall of death in XP1K2 are available to you at your local Polaris dealer. Take the advice of world record holder RJ Anderson and visit Polaris on the web at Polaris.com to see the full lineup of Polaris Razor vehicles or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine, rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race-ready 305-horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI, it's not a sibling rivalry, it's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. That was a little music from my good friend Lauren Mayhew, one of our guests here in hour number one. But uh, right now I'd like to guess, uh, welcome, man, getting tongue-tied here. My next guest to the line, Brock Hoyer, X Games gold medalist. How is everything going, my friend? Oh, I can't complain. Everything's going pretty good. I got to say, you know, you. I, I was going to say, like, going in, I was uh, I was one of the hosts. Paul Thacker and I were the hosts up there at uh, the qualifier in Minnesota, you know, and, like, everybody that was trying to – that was going to be an X – 
Uh, aside from Renner, I think, and you, everybody was there, you know, and everybody was like, you know, they're burning laps and getting practice and stuff like that. And it was like in the back of everybody's minds, and I don't know if you plan it that way, but it was like, well, where's Brock Hoyer? Like, you know, here's the guy. Like, who, where, where's Brock? Where's Brock? And, like, everybody knew how fast everybody else was. I think going into X, nobody had any clue how fast you were going. I mean, was that planned? Um, yeah, well, uh, I was – gracious enough to get the invite so i didn't have to drive 25 hours to minnesota to do the qualifier so i just used that time uh stay home with my family and uh, just put my head down in my home area um my local snowmobile club uh plowed me on racetrack to get ready on the mountain um you know lots of lots of work behind the scenes i knew that yeah that, that i was a chance i was taking that not competing in a race you know like to practice starts and get that adrenaline out that there was a chance that it might affect me. But um, I knew I wanted to put the seat time and put my head down to get ready for it. And, uh, and yeah, I keep people guessing, you know, lots of people were putting videos up of who's fast, you know, you know, it started, you know, you think about, Oh, that guy looks pretty good. And this guy looks pretty good. But, you know, I try to keep that down to a minimum. I I want people to keep people guessing. And um, I I feel strong on these things. And it's not so much that I feel like I'm the man. It's just, I had a good package and, uh, and I went in, you know, I felt like I went in really ready. Yeah. Well, and what was the draw? I mean, you were one of the first guys to really, you know, embrace the whole snow bike thing. I mean, obviously, I think people are coming in, and I, I made a prediction earlier on the show. I said, I think next year is the year that snow bike just completely blows up. I said, you know, it's been in X Games now, and I said, everybody's interested, but I said, it's midwinter and things like that. And I said, next winter, I said, this thing's going to be off the hook, but you were one of the first guys really to kind of take to this sport. I mean, what was the draw there? Obviously you've got, you know, a moto background, but, uh, you know, how, you know, how did you, how did you, you know, the doors first open to you and snow bike? Well, it first all started my, uh, one of my best buddies, uh, uh, Derek Christensen got me into it. You know, I, from day one, we're, we're in Canada. You know, we have six months of winter, and it's always tough and to go down to California and train, get ready for moto. And I was always trying to find that next best thing to, for cross training to keep me um, as prepared as possible for the next up-and-coming season. And I had race sleds. You know, I dabbled a little bit in that, trying to keep my fitness up. But no one ever had them. And my best buddy, Derek Christensen, uh, God rest his soul, he passed away last year. And I actually did that X Games race for him. Uh, he's the guy that inspired me. And he got the first kit years ago and uh, let me throw a leg over it. I came home, I called Timber Sled, I gave him my visa number, and I said, how fast can you get me one? I, I don't even think I even asked how much it cost. I was <laughs> so, so stoked. I just, I knew that that, that was, I just thought of cross training. That's all it was for me. Yeah. That's where it started. And uh, yeah, now it's, it's totally the opposite. My, my summertime moto program is back down. Um, I do the snow bike thing full time, and I, I do the moto stuff kind of part time now. Yeah, I know to me, it's like, I was, I think two years ago, I, I was the host of the Ultimate Snowmobiler in Crested Butte, and they had snow bike racing. It was the first time I ever saw snow bikes compete, and I saw it, and I was kind of, I was excited to watch, and then after I watched it, I'm like, well, this kind of sucks. Like, you just, I mean, the course wasn't right, but nobody looked really fast, yeah. and I was like, well, this is kind of lame, and then, you know, fast forward two years, and I saw what happened at the qualifier there in Minnesota, and I'm like, Holy crap! The I mean, the industry has come so far, and uh, I mean, it's getting ridiculously fast. Yeah, yeah, the, the product's getting better. You know, even X Games um, allowing this into as a sport. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, 
you know, opened up a lot of doors and brought a lot of motocross guys. And I think, I think that's going to definitely step it up. You know, I think more guys are going to, we're going to see next year. And I think that's great for the sport. You know, um, it's the more people, the better, the more the industry takes it seriously. And I think it's here to stay. Like, you know, if, if we watch the actual tracks film, it was a documentary about snow bikes and me and Regan and, and just overall about all the products and stuff. That these things have been, these things have been trying to start for like since world war two in a yeah. sense, you know, they didn't have the, the traction, there's been lots of stuff like uh, General Motors actually started to build their own little snow bike back in the day, and it just didn't have the traction. The economy wasn't there, and I think uh, I think a lot of everyone helped in the, all the snow bike kits, and, and I think Timbersled took it to the next level. Yeah, absolutely, Timbersled. I think they you know they've helped move the industry, and just talking with the guys from Timbersled up there in Minnesota it was it seems like you know seeing what they've got up their sleeve for the future. I mean, it's. It's going to be pretty impressive. I'm pretty excited to see uh, see where things head for sure. Uh, how about you? I mean, you know, you're a guy. You know, now all of a sudden you've got the you know the X Games gold medal. That's what everybody wants. I mean, how, you know, how's life changed the past couple of days? Obviously, not much. You back to uh, filming, man? Yeah, I I pretty much didn't get a break. I knew when we went down there that I had uh, I had a couple uh, other arrangements with Yamaha back up in Revelstoke, BC, Canada. Um, that I had to get back up to and, and do some stuff with them. So I pretty much Saturday morning right after X, I, uh, I said goodbye and told my wife I loved her and my son, and they put him on the plane, and I started the long trek, 24 hours drive back home, and I got here uh, uh, Sunday afternoon, and uh, we're right back into filming and, and productions, and we got some snow bike stuff this week, and then right in Revelstoke this weekend, the first uh, Canadian national in uh, Revelstoke for round one for snow bike championships. So we got that going on. Yeah, she's she's a busy month, and I knew that before we even started at X. Um, you know, I like being home with the family and, and trying to spend as much time because that's just as valuable as anything. And um, you know, it's uh, it's uh, we got a long long road ahead of us to to keep putting down, and, and I think building the sport. You know, it's everyone's like talking like, oh, it's so cool, you, you, you won gold. I think you know, it, it's not just for me. I share this gold with my team, my country, my hometown, Williams Lake. Um, and then best of all, I share this, this gold with, with, with the industry snow biking period. Yeah. You know, I think it, uh, I, I think it's, uh, it's great for the community and the, and the, and the, the, all the track kids out there to build this industry up. Yeah. Well, talking about the race real quick too, it was, it wasn't in the bag for you. Obviously, you know, you didn't get the lead off the start and, uh, you know, you inherited the lead after, you know after you know somebody dumped it in the corner and then all of a sudden same thing happens to you and you go down in a corner i mean it was a back and forth is there a point in your mind you're like oh man you just felt it slip away and then all of a sudden it comes back to you yeah i totally when i hit the deck on my crash i just i knew when i was in second off the start i was like i got lots of time i'll make i'll put the pressure on him and make him make a mistake and i was all over him and he made a mistake um he was hearing me knew i was all over him and i was gonna make the pass and then, um, yeah, just, I, I, I've been racing pro for, oh, geez, about six, seven years now. Um, you know, so I've got lots of, you know, I just, I just knew that it ain't over till it's over. Till I check the flags over, it's not done. And I knew that I just put my head down and take my time and, and just pick away. And then I went down. And when I got back up, I was like, man, I threw it away. And I was just like, well, whatever. It ain't over till it's over. So I put my head down, uh, put pressure on the leader. He made a mistake, uh, capitalized on it. And, uh, just put my head down and, and, you know, it was gnarly, the lappers and the snow dust and yeah. the bruised ice chunks. And, you know, <clears throat> after that crash, I had snow in my goggles. And every time I hit the big finish line booter, I had snow fly up, like, like lift in my goggles and then settle back down. And, you know, all those things played in a fact, you know, none of the lappers were listening to the blue flag. I don't even think how <laughs> knew what a blue flag was. Um, 
you know, it made it that much more difficult, but I just, I knew that perseverance would have done it for me. And I had my best buddy looking out for me in the, in the heavens above. And, and, uh, you know, I brought it home for him and, you know, it was, it was gnarly. It was for sure the gnarliest race, just the laps. We were doing like 30 laps. Yeah. And it was 28 seconds a lap. Right. So we, I was catching lappers, I think the fourth lap in. So, you know, it was definitely a, you get a lead normally in a race, you get, you get a breather and you get to relax and, catch some wind and you never got that it was you know, it was a fight from the end it was like you were passing the whole time and <laughs> you know trying to make your way through and, and even some of the lappers you know they tried to graciously move out of my way for me and they'd almost clean me out into the hay bales a couple times so it was it was pretty pretty gnarly yeah well i appreciate you taking the time i know you guys are busy doing some filming today and uh you know but uh, appreciate you taking the time to to call in and we definitely have to catch back up with you i know amy was bummed she's sick uh so she's not on air today but uh, we'll have to get you back on when you've got a little more time and and talk a little more yeah of course love love uh, being a part of it and thanks for uh uh, let me have the time of your day and uh, come on and talk. And, uh, you know, I uh, think you're a good promoter of this sport. And, uh, you know, every, anything good we can all say about this and the people around it and in it and, uh, is uh, all good, good, uh, good vibes. Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot, Brock. Congrats on the gold and uh, have some fun, my friend. Take care, man. Keep a rubber side down. All right. Will do, buddy. Take care. All right. That was X Games gold medalist Brock Hoyer. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll come back. Lauren Mayhew here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Radio. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here, waiting on uh, Lauren Mayhew to uh, give us a ring here on the line, talk about her new single that we played during that little intro there. But I also want to give a shout-out to my uh, podcast, Project Action. Thank you for all of you who tune into the Down and Dirty Radio Show here. But I also do have another show uh, uh, over on the Podcast One Network. Uh, This show is there as well, but um, this one in podcast form, not necessarily live radio. But uh, uh, thanks to all of you who uh, have uh, tuned into that. We've got some amazing guests. Um, we're kicking off kind of a new segment last week called Killer Clips that we're going to take uh, you know clips from those interviews that I do, patch them into this show just a little bit to kind of tease things, but try and get you guys over there. But uh, if you get a chance, uh, please go to iTunes and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to uh, Project Action. Hit that subscribe button, rate, uh, give us one through five stars, and uh, I will definitely – um, definitely, uh, you know, when you leave your review there on iTunes, if, uh, you leave your at Twitter, Instagram username, um, I will follow you back. So, uh, you want to follow from me? It's the easiest way, uh, to get it. But, um, yeah, uh, having a lot of fun. Had Nate Wessel on this past week, had Paul Thacker before that. We've had Pastrana, Block, um, Kurt Yeager, you know him from NCIS LA. And, uh, so it's a, it's been a fun, fun show for me. Obviously we're all motorsports on this show, Maybe a little action sports, but that shows like a lot of action sports, some MMA, some pop culture, musicians, actors, action sports. We do throw some racing in the mix and I know you're going to see uh, some crazy racing interviews from out of the box. It wouldn't necessarily do on this show over there on project action. So that's kind of like the catch all show. So, uh, it's a lot like down and dirty, but, uh, um, yeah, it's a ton of fun, and the interviews are more in-depth, you know. Instead of 15-minute uh, interviews here, we, uh, you know, we do like hour-long interviews over there. So we get pretty deep into things with, uh, with people. So it's um, always, uh, always a good time. Um, uh, you know, I think we're 20 episodes in at this point. So, um, yeah, 20 episodes deep. Uh, so it's been a fun ride. Lauren Mayhew, who's calling in here in just a minute, she uh, she was actually one of uh, my guests over there. We did, uh, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. Cool thing about her is, you guys don't know, she was a uh, host of WWE Wrestling for a while. Um, I know her and I, we met through uh, Kristen Kenny uh, with Red Bull GRC. They're really good friends. And um, Lauren was, uh, was she a grid girl uh, for uh, Red Bull GRC, I think, at one point in time? Um, but, uh, she also shot a music video and used Patrick Sandell and, uh, some other Red Bull GRC drivers in the music video. She has really cool music videos. Uh, speaking of which, uh, her new one, wake up, uh, 
um, just uh, dropped, and uh, that's what we're chatting on uh, here in a second. But uh, yeah, it's uh, you know it's kind of cool how uh, you know all these worlds kind of merge, and you got racing, and uh, you know racing and action sports, MMA, and music, and um, you know, and Hollywood and everything kind of merges. And so, I don't know. I'm just having having a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I got to give a shout-out to uh, my co-host Amy Hood as well. Um, Amy uh, is currently second in Monster Jam points. So, I uh, got to give her some props. I know she's uh, sick. She called me before she got on air. I couldn't even hear her. Um, it was literally that bad. I could not hear her. She was... It sounded like a zombie talking, like seriously, which is funny because she drives a zombie monster truck. I don't know, maybe truck bitter or something. <laughs> but seriously, she was uh, full-blown like she had the bubonic plague or something like that. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't, uh, wasn't good. Told her, take the day off, Hood. You uh, do not sound good. And uh, as much as I like having her on air, I think, uh, yeah, I felt like I was going to get sick through the phone lines or something, if that's even possible. But, uh yeah. Also, I uh, did want to shout out some of you uh, uh, that tune in to us, uh, you know, a lot of you online. Thank you. A lot of you st- through the Sports Byline USA Network, 200 AM FM networks around the country. We just picked up another syndication. Uh, you know, I'm big on supporting our military and our troops. Um, you know, been involved a lot with Warfighter Made and our friends over there who are killing it on TV with Supercross. I gotta got to say. Um but uh, no, they uh, uh, we just picked up 500 additional AMFM networks um, in uh, in like 170 different countries, 160 different countries, something like that. So uh, um, a massive amount of listeners. But the cool thing is, it's on the U.S. Armed Forces Network. So this show is now aired twice every weekend on military bases around the world. Um, you know, through the U.S. Armed Forces Network. So that is something, um, you know, as much as I like numbers and looking at numbers and seeing how many people listen to the show, like that is something to me that it's just like, wow, like that's, I love it. So, uh, you know, all you military listening through the U.S. Armed Forces Network, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'd love to hear from you guys, man. Love your feedback. I know I've got a lot of you following me on Facebook, and I get uh, ping there quite a bit. Um, you know, Instagram, Twitter, it's at Jim Beaver 15, but, uh, seriously, give me, you know, I don't want to make this sound like, Hey, go follow me. No, but I like hearing from you guys. I like your feedback. I like to know what you want to hear, man. I would love, you know, it, you know, you guys are overseas, um, you know, doing your thing for our country and allowing me to talk on radio. So, uh, those of you tuning in, man, I would love, love, love to hear from you and, uh, you know, get your guest ideas, what you'd like to hear more about. And, um, man, it would, uh, you guys, it's just, uh, wow, you know, it, it's like, you know, talking with my guest Nate Wessel last week on uh, Project Action. He and I talked uh, quite at length. He does something called Bikes Over Baghdad. Um, and uh, he, he travels basically to, uh, to to places where the military are and, and other countries and stuff like that. And uh, they put on BMX demos and action sports demos and things like that. BMX, really. But build ramps and things like that and put on shows for the troops. And him and I, at one point, really both got kind of choked up talking about it. I've got cousins overseas and things like that. So it's... Uh, um, yeah, it's just uh, something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. And um, so... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, so, you know, any military that's tuning in, I, I love your feedback. I love to hear from you guys. And, uh, you know, if, uh, you know, if I can be your outlet for an hour or two hours once a week, uh, to escape what's going on around you, man, I, uh, you know, I, 
my heart goes out to you guys. Always, always thinking about you guys. So, uh, thank you for, uh, everything you've done for our country. And, uh, man, it's, uh, um, just kind of crazy, crazy to think about, uh, what you guys, uh, must be going through. But, uh, yeah, we've got, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know, Lauren, man, she's in Hollywood. Things, uh, things seem to happen. So I don't know, maybe we'll have to dial her in for uh, project action this week or something like that. But, uh, um, yeah, we uh, would like to, uh, you know, chat a little bit about the Best in the Desert Park 425. We're going to do that later on in the show, but, uh, heck, why, why the heck not? Why not do it right now? Um, but, uh, yeah, we got, um, man, it's uh, a massive amount of entries, over 200 entries. And when you hear that, you go, ah, oh, well, you know, some of those other races. No, 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 no. This is 200 entries with no motorcycles and 200 entries without any UTVs. UTVs is like worth 70 or 80 entries every single race, right? And uh, there's none in this because they ran a couple weeks ago. Over 200 entries without motorcycles and without UTVs. So you add them in, we're well over 300 entries for this event. Or add the Parker 250 two weeks ago because the events got so big they split them apart. Add the UTVs to this event and then we're like close to 400 entries. So it tells you how big these two Parker events are. What's going on? We've got over, over 50 trophy trucks or trick trucks uh, getting ready to uh, go off. I uh, I qualified. Well, we haven't qualified yet, but my uh, spot sucks. <laughs> uh, it's a random draw for qualifying the way this deal works, right? And, so, uh, the, and we mix them in with the class ones or class 1500. So there's a bunch of 1500 cars, a bunch of trophy trucks, like 25 or something of them. And uh, so they mix us all in. I am, uh, there's 78, 78 of us, right, put into the hat, and they pull basically the names out of the hat, right? Well, I drew out of 78, get this, 49th. Um, not bad. Uh, I could be 78th, right? No, I'm, I'm 49th. Um, it kind of sucks, though, because this qualifying course is soft and silty. And when you start in the back, anywhere out of the top 15 or 20, it sucks. Um, the ruts are nasty deep and it's just sugar sand. And, uh, there's been guys I think have tried to qualify in paddle tires before and stuff like that. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It just kind of stinks. So, uh, um, I don't know. It's going to be an amazing race though. Um, my hometown race, my backyard, I like it. No hotel rooms, no traveling. I sleep in my own bed. The start line is literally four blocks from my house. Um, it's uh, it, actually the start line, if you guys really want to know, it's half a block from the radio studio I'm talking in right now. So it tells you, I mean, uh, this is literally when we talk about my backyard, like literally it's uh, I can see the start line from where I'm sitting. It's that close. So uh, this is my hometown race. It's my backyard. And um, it's uh, I don't know. It's pretty, uh, pretty good stuff. So. Um, I'm looking forward to the event. It's, uh, you know, we had some troubles at the October race in my trophy truck, uh, um, the general tire trophy truck. So, uh, I'm looking forward to, uh, kind of a little redemption. We finished this race last year, lost the transmission on lap number one and raced three laps with no second gear. So finished, finished 16th, I think something like that, 16th, 17th. I don't know. Out of 50. So we, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good either. Um, but, uh, I'm looking for a little redemption, man. I think, uh, I think we can put this thing in the top five. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I think it's a, you know, in my hometown race, we're top five, top five type of deal if we run flawless. And that's what it takes to win this. It's got to take a flawless, flawless run. 
So uh, I don't know, man. It's a big one happening this weekend. Best of the Desert, Parker 425. Um, I got the Pit Crew Challenge going down on Thursdays. So come out and support that. I'll be out there. Um, no live radio from this one. I'm too busy. Got meetings, but continue. See, it's a big weekend. If you're in the area, come out. One of the biggest desert races of the year, and it's all happening right this weekend in Parker AZ. So uh, we're going to take a short break. We come back. We got uh, Justin Matney on the line here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host the Down and Dirty Radio Show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com. Or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Listening to this, drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Since 1970, Casey Highlights has been designing and manufacturing performance lighting for off-road and motorsports. Beginning with the legendary Daylighter up until today's revolutionary Flex, Pod, and Pro 6 lighting systems, Casey Highlights offers a full line of halogen, HID, and LED lighting solutions for your off-road vehicle. Looking for the best quality lighting? Looking for the brand champions choose? You're looking for KC Highlights. Find out more information at kchighlights.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Casey highlights the Subaru WRX and WRX STI, a 268 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine rockets the WRX around corners and down straightaways. A race ready 305 horsepower turbocharged Subaru boxer engine keeps the WRX STI a rally legend. The Subaru WRX and WRX STI. It's not a sibling rivalry. It's a tag team. Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally.
Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. That was a little uh, music there from my friend Lauren Mayhew, who uh, will now officially be calling in in uh, the second hour to kick things off. She got hung up, so uh, we're pushing her back. But right now, we're joined by my good friend Justin Matney. How's everything going, Justin? Hey, Jimmy. Doing great. Glad to be on. Oh, man, uh, I'm stoked to have you. I was trying to think back. It's been, I think, right out about a year since we've had you on. I know we're trying right around the Baja 1000 time, but uh, reception in Mexico is uh, iffy at best. And uh, I know you guys were down there pre-running. We were able to dial it in. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's been probably right around a year. So it's been too long, man. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, well, we were <clears throat> down there for the Baja 1000. We just weren't able to. To get the times lined out, trying to get pre-running finished, and they, uh, you know, the racing logistics and that whole nine yards. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think people realize, even like a race like you know a Parker, which is a loop race and it's a little bit easier. But uh, you know, when you start talking Baja five hundred, Baja one thousand, I mean, the logistics that go into it. I don't think that like the casual off-road fan or, or you know. I don't think they realize what really goes into it to be able to get everybody in the right place at the right time, right when the trophy truck goes by to be able to change two tires and then move a hundred miles down the road. You know, I don't think they realize what actually goes into it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a feat within itself. I mean, you know, off-road desert racing, I would say easily 60% of it's your crew, you know, being able to, to make sure they're in the right position. They've got the fuel. They're able to work on the vehicle and, and be there. And uh, that's a huge part of the strategy. Yeah, you know, and it's, you know, and I think, too, like, you know, people see NASCAR, you know, they watch NASCAR on TV and, you know, they see a handful of, you know, pit crew guys and things like that. I think they just assume, oh, off-road, you know, the guy's got six, seven pit crew guys. I don't think they realize, like, a lot of our crews, I know, like, you know, we're on the smaller side when we go to Mexico, and we're at two dozen people. You know, I know some of the larger oh, ones are 60, 70 people. You know, it's crazy. Oh, exactly. I think this past year's 1,000, we had 84 people um, on the team, volunteers and crew guys and drivers, navigators. So we had a, we had a pretty big group. Yeah, that's uh, that's a lot, man. But uh, let's let's talk a little bit about your trophy truck. Obviously, we're getting ready to kick off a new uh, new season here, and uh, we'll chat on that in a second. But uh, you guys, what are you in about a year, a little over a year in development of the four wheel drive trophy truck? I mean, how how are things been? I mean, uh, you know, I know this is the future, and I think we talked about it last time I had you on air, and I firmly believe that, especially what I've learned in you know in the rally community the past couple of years working there. But uh, I mean, how has this been for you? I mean, you know, and how how are you feeling about the truck? Uh, you know, we've done a lot of testing with the truck. I, uh, you know, we went to the 1000 with high hopes and, uh, you know, we had a couple of issues that took us out of the race, but, uh, you know, Rick and the guys and RPM off-road, you know, are doing such a good job overall with the truck. Um, we're changing some components around and, uh, we're looking to go out there for the Parker 425 and try and get us another win. Yeah. You know, I, and this is one of those races, and I think everybody goes on, like, the pre-run and things like that. Everybody, I don't think this course, you know, this is my backyard, so I'm biased, but I don't think it gets it to do. Everybody goes, ah, oh, this is fast. Oh, there's those graded roads. This is a cakewalk. And then, like, the attrition rate is second to none. Like, people just destroy their race cars on this course. You know, and I, I always it, feel like it doesn't get the respect it deserves, you know? No, Parker, I mean, Parker's a tough course. It's a tough area. Um, you know, you can't go out there just 
all out on lap one. Um, you just the truck won't make it. They, uh, you know, it's just everything gets rutted out, obviously. And you all have had some bad rain the past month. It's been bad. So yeah. from pre-run to race now, it's it's going to be pretty different. And uh, you've got the advantage on that being right there in the. It's in your backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I got to be honest with you. I haven't got, I, you know, I haven't really got out there as much as I wanted to or should have. But I, like, I think I posted something on Race Desert a couple weeks ago, and I rarely ever post there. But um, people were talking about. It. I said, "Look," I said, because I feel like a safety issue. I said, "Anybody that went on the pre-run and you think this is the same course that you saw a month ago on the pre-run," I said, "You don't be mistaken." I said, "We've had so much rain, and we've had even more since I posted that." I said. The rain ruts, the washouts. I said, this is a drastically different course. And I, you know, and I said, especially, I mean, us trophy truck guys, we have the advantage now of going in the afternoon at like one o'clock. So we're going to have, a, you know, a hundred vehicles go before us that are going to beat up the course and break down those, you know, the rain ruts and things like that. So it's not going to be as bad as us, but some of those class 10 cars that are leaving them line at 6 a.m. Like that, I would definitely not want to be the first car out. Let's put it that way. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, it's, they're going to run the first lap as, as a good strategy lap because, you know, it's such a different course from pre-running. So, a, uh, no, hopefully everything will be good, you know. Yeah, I think it uh, definitely, will, definitely will be a good one. So what's the plans for you guys this year? I know um, – We've got, uh, it's just, uh, it seems like an off-road. I mean, obviously we've got Best in the Desert and they're carrying a, a, a massive amount of entries. Uh, you know, score seems like they're struggling except for, you know, the big premier races, the 500 and the 1,000. But uh, what's the schedule look like for you guys? You guys have been running full-time pretty much in both series. Yeah, you know, you know Dolly, he's going to be competing in the score races as long as myself. You know, he's going to be trying to keep his number one plate. And uh, I'll be competing with a four-wheel drive truck down in Mexico, and uh, I'll be racing in the Best in the Desert as well. We are uh, we're currently working on a few new projects that you'll see out uh, maybe in a couple months. So um, we're going to try and change off-road again. Yeah, well, I think you guys have, you know, between you guys and the Geyser brothers working together, I mean, you've continually, you know, just up things and up things and up things. And, you know, I think the level of build you guys are, are coming up with and the designs are just, it's crazy. I mean, it's, you know, I I don't know. I mean, it's, it's hard to say where the sport's going to be five years out because guys like you guys are just continuing to innovate. I mean, we've seen, you know, Robbie's brought in the sequential gearboxes and, you know, you guys have brought in the four wheel drive systems. And, you know, I think five years from now, the sport's going to look drastically different than what it looks like today as far as trophy truck vehicle builds, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. But that's the nice thing, uh, you know, about the score and the Best in the Desert Series with the unlimited trick truck, trophy truck class that we like is because it's truly unlimited. Um, so it really lets you think outside the box and, you know, bring in groups like the Geyser Brothers with Rick and Jeff and really be you know, innovative. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep tweaking and changing. And obviously the four-wheel drive truck platform, there's going to be a few more of those out there this year. Um to compete with us but they uh no i mean it's every time we take it out we learn something new yeah it's uh it's been fun to watch you guys i mean uh, especially you as a driver i know you've uh dabbled a bit in stadium super trucks and stuff like that got any i any uh any ambitions to go uh short course racing or anything like that you know that's a question i believe i get every month <laughs> <laughs> We're, you know, we're, we're just really looking at the schedule right now this year and concentrating on score and best in the desert. 
Um, if the opportunity opens itself with short course or rally racing, obviously um, I'd be more than excited to, to do that. But they, um, right now, you know, Claude and myself are working on several different things, and they, um, we'll just have to see what happens. But uh, definitely not going to say that uh, I wouldn't be interested in doing it. Yeah, how about Stadium Super Trucks? I know you and Robbie are still you're still friends. Uh, you you planning on dabbling in that a bit? I know you did it uh, off and on the first couple of years. You know, pretty. Uh, I don't want to say full time, but you were pretty close to full time. And uh, you know, I know you've scaled back now. But uh, any any chance we see you in one of those soon? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Robbie and I have been talking, and SST's been growing, and you know, their fan base is growing. So I think they're doing an excellent job with that. Um, you know, after my back surgery deal, that kind of took me out of SST and everything for a while. So, a, um, but no, I, I definitely like to uh, compete in a couple of SST races in 2017 and a, uh, <clears throat> just keep going from there. But like I said, the scheduling is, is what's so difficult for us yeah. um, being here in Virginia and getting out there and around and whatnot. So, yeah, well, I, I got to ask you too. I mean, you're, you're, you know, I've got a bad back, and it's not racing related, but I've got a bad back from an old football injury and things like that. And I know, you know, me seat technology and things like that really come into play every time I build a race car or a pre runner or a razor or something like that. I mean, what what have you learned through all of this with seat technology and that? Because I know there's so many different theories of thought, you know, but I I figure a guy like you is a guy that would probably have a pretty good idea what works and what what doesn't for you know back issues oh yeah i mean over our you know 11 year racing uh season so far i've you know tried suspension seats i've tried hardback seats and a uh about i want to say probably five years ago we started working with robbie pierce and kelly pierce they're pretty good with impact mastercraft and after my injury i was talking to both of them about you know, why I think I was having the problems I was having. And they, uh, I was able to go up to their facility and talk to them. And Robbie said, you know, hey, I think we make a tall back seat for you. And uh, they made one, shipped it out. I sat in it, and it was just perfect. And ever since I've done their new carbon fiber uh, shell seat with the high back, I haven't had any problems. Yeah. Um, so I really have to thank them a lot for, um, for being able to develop that seat and put that in the works. Yeah, well, and I know I think you got the first tall hardback or carbon seat from them. I think I got the second one for a new race build that uh, that I'm just wrapping up. But, uh, yeah, it's one of those things where it worked for you, and I'm like, well, I'm like, send me the same seat that Justin got, you know. And both of us are taller guys, and I, I and that's what thing I, I've always had a problem with with seats is getting one. You know, I'll sit in one, and, like, my neck – is comes to about the base or the top of the headrest, you know, and my head's like uh, eight inches over the top of the seat, you know, but this one, it takes that away completely. Oh, Oh, exactly. I mean, they did an excellent job with the seat. And, you know, we've had some other tall guys sit in the seat, you know, Ricky Johnson, you know, he loves that seat. It's super comfortable. Um, So, but, you know, like I said, you know, they're constantly thinking outside the box and pushing the envelope of safety and design. So uh, we love working with companies like that. Yeah, and how about you guys with RPM Off-Road? How's things over there for, for you guys? We're doing great, um, you know, just staying busy and constantly trying to expand and they, uh, just working on uh, new online stuff, and uh, that's been it, really, you know. Try to plan for 2017 and, and uh, get a lot of our stuff put together, and it's going to be a lot of testing this year, so I'll at least spend quite a bit of time out in Phoenix and California. 
Oh yeah, well you have to have to hit me up, you guys. Uh, I know Rick. I, I give him a hard time. He sneaks into Parker, and I never get a call. Like I'll <laughs> I'll run into him somewhere. And be like, oh, you ought to come out with us, Jimmy. But I'm like, yeah, but you tell me that after I've run into you. I don't get the text yeah. when you're coming to town. Hey, we're going testing. Why don't you come hang out? Like it's always after we run into each other. Hey, why don't you come on out? I'm like, then I feel awkward going out there. Like I'm um, I'm you know coming in on some top secret info. Rick, he just laughs. You know, he's a he's a good guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, Rick and those guys, I, I don't know how they keep everything straight, um, but, you know, they've got a great group of guys, Rick and Jeff. Uh, you know, they do some of the best work that's out there. Um, but, yeah, just for them to be able to do all the testing, the building, the racing, and they, uh, still being able to be competitive on top, it's impressive. I mean, they do they do an excellent job. Yeah, and both of them can drive trucks like nobody's business. I feel like I feel like they've invested so much in vehicle builds and things like that that people look at them as the Geyser, Geyser Brothers, the builders, and they don't they they forget that both Rick and Jeff could go out and win a trophy truck race tomorrow if they need you know if they wanted to. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, like I said, you know, Rick. Rick and Jeff, they both test our trucks uh, when we're not available. And, you know, they they know what it takes to, to win and, and how to be competitive. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that fact that they can drive and build, I think, is uh, what helps, helps keep them on top. Yeah, for sure. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to call in, Justin. I know we'll uh, see you in a couple of days out here at Parker for uh, the 425 to kick off the season. Yes, sir. That sounds great, Jimmy. Like I said, uh, anything we can do, just let us know, and I'll see you out there in a couple of days. All right. Sounds good, Justin. Thanks a lot, my friend. All right. That was Justin Matney uh, with RPM Off-Road, trophy truck driver. He's uh, taking a victory here in Parker, I guess defending champ. But uh, anyways, we are going to take a short break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Come back. We've got a little bit of Dirtfish Rally Report coming right at you. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next. Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. And you're now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, rolling right into a Dirtfish Rally report for this week, brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com. And I happen to have a pretty big announcement coming out this week with my friends at Dirtfish, so definitely be looking out for that. And uh, if you want to use that code JBDirtfish, it'll give you, uh, I think, 15% off your order at dirtfish.com on your classes when you book them. So, um, you know, definitely use use that coupon code when you book. And uh, I have to say, man, uh, Lauren Mayhew, we're shifting her. We got Larry Mack. So uh, I think we're going to take uh, our Supercross and X Games coverage for this week. And uh, we're going to cram that into uh, Project Action, which drops on Thursday. So just saying, um, you know, I'd rather have guests on air than uh, idle talk. So uh, we're taking that, shoving it into Project Action. So you guys need to go over there and uh, tune into that on, on Podcast One or on downanddirtyshow.com or iTunes when it drops. Um, but uh, back to that Dirtfish Rally report. Big news coming out of uh, Rally. It sounds like little birdie tells me that this Thursday – uh, the Red Bull Global Rallycross 2017 schedule is dropping. Um, I know this is always like a big deal in uh, you know in our action motorsports circles. Where's Red Bull GRC going? Where are they going? Well, you'll know on Thursday. So uh, it's uh, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, I may have uh, have a pretty good idea of what that schedule looks like already, but. Uh, I'm still excited nonetheless. Big deal if you're a uh, Rallycross fan or a Rally fan, that's for sure. And speaking of Rally, our uh, friends at Rally America, this is the first snowdrift rally I've missed in a few years. Uh, kind of bummed about that, but uh, it did happen up there in Atlanta, Michigan. I don't miss the cold, though, and I don't miss being snowed in, and I don't miss having to drive from northern Michigan to Chicago in a blizzard because they told me I was going to be stuck in the blizzard for a week. And uh, I had a race in the trophy truck, so I drove all the way across the – yeah, it, it was a, it was a nightmare story. Um, but anyways, um, Art Grushka, got to give him credit. He took home the open class victory. NLO and second outright went to Reed Andrus, Nathan Usher, third spot on the podium. And uh, he was in open class. Um, uh, Henry Korolikowski taking a top five overall. Big shout out to him, man. He's a – uh, previous event winner there at Snowdrift. Uh, SP winner was uh, Zachary Whitebread. Uh, Steve LaRosa, NLO, taking the second podium spot there. And uh, um, two-wheel drive winner, Sean McDonald, 
Um, and uh, two wheel drive, second place, ninth outright was Justin uh, Colleen. Don't forget, we got ARA kind of kicking off their opener next weekend. I won't be at that either. It's in Canada, and uh, we got uh, got a killer clip coming at you. Radio News with Chris Barnes. I think that they should either get with the program or they can go. White House spokesman Sean Spicer speaking there of State Department personnel who don't support the president's temporary travel ban on those from seven nations. Hours after he says that, the White House makes a top Justice Department official go when it fires acting Attorney General Sally Yates after she directs the department not to defend the order in the courts. Yates has been replaced by Dana Bente, who was U.S. Attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia. As for the travel ban, political commentator and Trump supporter Ben Ferguson tells the BBC it's not taking aim at Muslims, but rather at a long-standing list of nations known for giving safe harbor to terrorists. This is not Donald Trump's list. This list came from the Department of Homeland Security under President Obama. This evening, President Trump will be announcing his Supreme Court nominee. This is USA Radio News. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Ugh, a middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com, brought to you by AbbVie. Several of President Donald Trump's cabinet nominees' confirmation votes postponed yesterday. Among them, Treasury Department nominees Steve Mnuchin and Health and Human Services nominee Tom Price. The Senate Finance Committee is now to vote on Mnuchin and Price sometime early today. Meanwhile, Senator Bob Corker of Tennessee, who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, says Rex Tillerson is a good choice for Secretary of State, and they're sending that nomination on to the full Senate. Having managed one of the world's largest companies by revenue with over 75,000 employees, there's no doubt in my mind that Rex Tillerson is well qualified to lead the State Department. The full Senate now expected to vote on the Tillerson nomination before the week is over. The open enrollment period for Obamacare is almost over. While there are plans to repeal it very soon, the Obamacare enrollment period on the federal website healthcare.gov ends tonight at midnight. This is USA Radio News. If your pet needed thousands of dollars in vet care, could you afford it? PetSavingsUSA.com members are covered by discounted pet insurance with the first two months free. Plus, save up to 50% at every major retailer and receive hundreds of dollars worth of free gifts. To receive two months of free pet insurance and an instant $100 in savings, call 877-835-6060. That's 877-835-6060. Or go to PetSavingsUSA.com. 
We told you at the top of the news how President Trump has fired the acting attorney general for refusing to defend his executive action, temporarily banning travel from some Muslim-majority nations. Well, after that move, the Trump administration also named a new head of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Thomas Homan's replacing Daniel Ragsdale as acting ICE director. Homan was the agency's executive associate director of enforcement and removal operations. And Homeland Security Secretary John Kelly says he's confident Homan will continue to be a strong, effective leader for those in ICE. Former President George H.W. Bush released from a hospital after more than two weeks. The 92-year-old receiving treatment for pneumonia in Houston. It included some time spent in the intensive care unit there. A spokesperson saying Bush appreciates everybody's prayers. Former First Lady Barbara Bush was also hospitalized. She had bronchitis, but she was discharged almost a week ago. And a Nebraska state lawmaker's calling for a new state flag, and it sounds like he's got quite a case. Senator Burkhar of Omaha says lawmakers should create a task force to determine if the state needs a new flag design. As he says, the state flag recently flew upside down over the state capitol building for 10 days before anybody even noticed. He argues the current flag, which depicts the state seal, simply doesn't stand out. And we don't just stand out on the radio, but we also stand out online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. $100 million in jury verdicts and settlements for serious injury victims, medical malpractice victims, and surviving family members of wrongful death victims. Trial Lawyers for Justice. This is a firm that does not handle frivolous lawsuits. They go after insurance company money, and they're darn good at it. They don't sell their clients out or settle cheaply. Trial Lawyers for Justice, the firm that goes the distance for you, their client. They treat their clients the way you would want your own family members taken care of. Nicholas Rowley, Dominic Pachota, and the other trial lawyers in the firm at Trial Lawyers for Justice, dedicated to representing the people and their families in Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Illinois, California, Wyoming, and many other states. Trial Lawyers for Justice. $100 million in settlements and jury verdicts already in 2016. 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for justice. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show, the show by golfers for golfers. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf live from the Broadmoor Resort in Colorado Springs, Colorado, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. All right, welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We're rolling right into a killer clip from Project Action, my podcast over on Podcast One. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. This is Nate Wessel from last week's show. No, it's serious. Like I, you know, I've been a writer my whole life, and uh, you know, we'll talk about that here in a bit. But uh, like the first time, I think I was really like, you know, when you're a writer in the '90s. You know, like the whole social media and internet was just kind of like you could go and watch some grainy ass clip on the internet, you know, that somebody uploaded exactly, and it was yeah. like five seconds long and it probably took them two hours to upload. Um, but, you know, it was like, you know, it was mainly magazines and like old BMX videos and stuff like that, you know. So I'd seen like some, some of your stuff in magazines, but there was one Props Road Fools. And that, that, that VHS tape got put on replay. I don't know how many times, but it was, uh, <laughs> It, it, to the point so, where it's burned out. So but you're, you're uh, bringing my age up here. Yeah. Going back to VHS days. No, but well, look, man, I was writing at that point in time. So, like, I, I mean, I'm aging myself too, right? But I, lo- I love it. I uh, love it. 
But, no, there was a props, and I think you guys were, like, in the northeast, like Syracuse, and uh, I can't remember, yeah. like, all the places, but there was just something about the crew you guys had on that one, and you're riding, and I'm like, oh, Nate throws down, man. It was some ballsy stuff you were pulling. So, I, I think on that, it, it's hard for me to remember, too, because uh, it, there's a couple funny things about that. Um, I was asked to write some stuff for a book, and I actually got really bummed out, like, as I started watching the episodes again, because I always held, like, the props things and road pools as something, like, that made a major impact on my life. And it made me kind of who I was. Yeah. And uh, as I watched it, though, I was watching myself say stuff and watching myself ride and don't remember any of it, you know. And it's, I guess that comes down to part of being an action sports, like, athlete. I had over 40 concussions, and I actually... I think the funny trip about what you're saying, if I can remember correctly, is I was only asked to go on that trip as a filmer and they ended up coming at me at like close to the end of the trip. And they're like, Nate, um, you've been killing it the whole trip and uh, we're going to have to like interview you and stuff and kind of like fake all the interviews. Like you, we brought you on the trip to ride because like you just, you've done some of the best stuff on the trip. All right, that was Nate Wessel, uh, part of my interview with him on Project Action. You want to hear the full interview? Go to podcastone.com. We're going to be back. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris. Polaris Razor. The concert that never was. See the Barbara Streisand and Frank Sinatra tribute show Saturday, February 18th inside the showroom at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. I get a kick out of you. Doors open at 5. Show starts at 6 p.m. Arizona time. Tickets on sale now. General admission just $20 or VIP tickets only $35. Don't miss the tribute to Sinatra and Streisand at the Blue Water Resort and Casino. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. 
Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount the subaru wrx and wrx sti a 268 horsepower turbocharged subaru boxer engine rockets the wrx around corners and down straightaways a race ready 305 horsepower turbocharged subaru boxer engine keeps the wrx sti a rally legend the subaru wrx and wrx sti it's not a sibling rivalry it's a tag team Get the latest from Subaru Rally Team USA at Subaru.com slash rally. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here. I'd like to welcome uh, Lauren Mayhew to the line. You just heard her coming out of that commercial break. How's everything going, Lauren? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, life is good. Can't complain. Going uh, trophy truck racing this weekend, so it's not uh, such a bad thing. Um, awesome. Yeah. Any t- anytime I'm behind the wheel, it's a whole lot better than being behind the microphone, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, how about you? Uh, life has got to be pretty good. Dropped a new single this past weekend. I know you pinged me. I, you dropped a teaser clip, and now uh, the music video is out. I think it's available on iTunes, too. So, uh, I don't know. Life's, life's got to be pretty good for you right now. Yeah, it's been going great. I'm so excited. You guys can get it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, basically any place where there's digital downloads. And, uh, yeah, I released the music video just this past Friday. I was really excited to get it out there. Uh, we actually shot it um, right before the holidays. And um, it was a super fun shoot. It was interesting because most of it was shot at night and then as the sun was rising. So call time was 12 a.m., and uh, we finished hair and makeup by 2 a.m. and then shot all the way from 2 a.m. to 8 a.m. as the sun was rising. So I can't even believe that I found a crew cool enough um, and a cast cool enough to uh, go all over L.A. with me throughout the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, well, and was it a one-night shoot or did you, uh, did you uh, uh, shoot it over multiple evenings? No, it was a one-night shoot. Oh, it man. All, because of the fact of the, the timing and the, um, the lighting – um, normally, you know, when you shoot something, you don't necessarily shoot it in order. But in this situation, we had to shoot it in order for lighting purposes. So we started off in downtown L.A. and then shot through mid-L.A. and then ended up in Santa Monica at the Santa Monica Pier as the sun was rising. So it was really, like, a fun, epic night. It was a total adventure. Um, some crazy stuff actually happened along the way. Um, when we were downtown, uh, we were shooting, you know, a segment down there. And the, the DP, the director, and uh, the, the girls the girls who paid, like, my best friends and the in the video who are actually some of my very good friends in real life. We were shooting about a block away from the two makeup artists who were sitting in this uh, Jeep Renegade that was my friend's car, actually, that we had borrowed. And I, it doesn't have a roof on it because we wanted to be able to shoot down into the car. And all of a sudden I hear this bang, like super loud from a block away. And I'm like, oh, some car just, you know, hit that car. And I look back over, but there's no car there. And I'm like, what? This is so weird. What happened? We run back over there, and apparently some homeless man had run up to the car and decided it was a brilliant idea to bang his head and his fist into the, like, hood of my friend's car. And then he just got up and walked away. <laughs> I 
know. Oh, that is I so know. bizarre. So, Welcome to L.A. It was, it was so bizarre. And then, you know, of course, I had to explain to my friend why there's, like, three dents in the hood of his car. So I ended up paying this <laughs> deductible because I'm an awesome friend. But I was just like, oh, my gosh. And can you imagine how scared you must have been in a car with no roof, but that somebody just bangs their head into the roof of the, or the hood of the car? You would be like... Oh, my uh, God. I can't even imagine what they were thinking, the poor girls in the car. But yeah, Downtown um, L.A., yeah, the freaks come out at night, man. It's uh, it's an interesting Holy place crap. to be at 3, 4 a.m. You know, what I was impressed with was how does one do that? Like, he left a serious dent in the car, and he just walked away. Like, nothing was wrong. I mean, it's almost like he's a superhero or something. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he, I don't know. Maybe he's practicing for a role in Superman or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or the WWE. Yeah, well, that, that's probably better off there. You know? <laughs> Honestly, oh. but, um, so, yeah, that was uh, maybe the one kind of negative thing that happened. I think the girls were a little shaken up by that. But other than that, it was an absolute blast um, shooting the music video. But that was that was crazy. It definitely makes for a good story. I will not forget that. <laughs> yeah, well, probably it might, be, it might have been a little bit easier to shoot just because uh, traffic is a little less, you know, hairball at uh, – you know, at that time of the night, you know, so I don't know, might have made a hundred percent. When we shot the stuff at LACMA, which is there, there's this area in front of the uh, LACMA museum where there's all these super tall light posts that we were kind of like walking through. And typically that place is, you know, just swarming with tourists and multiple people like taking pictures and stuff. There wasn't a single soul out there. So we had the whole place, you know, to ourselves that we were shooting it. So yeah, it definitely was less populated, um, which allowed for us to do some really cool um, stuff like in the middle of the street and stuff like that. So yeah. Here's, here's a total random question, totally unrelated, but you're like, I mean, you live in LA and obviously I spent some time there, but I haven't been yet, but you ever been to the sunken city? I really want to go there. I don't even know what the sunken city is. You don't is. know what the sunken city is? It's uh, it's a place in no. L.A. where it literally like this whole city kind of fell into the ocean, and you're not supposed to trespass there, but people do anyways, and like they've graffitied it all up with artwork and things like that. It's beautiful. Look it up. Sunken city. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I'm like so in the dark right now. I can't believe I've never heard I'll of tec- it. I'll text like you a link. I'll text you a link. Um, yeah, it's freaking rad, but, uh, no, it was total. Like, I just figured you're talking about adventuring. I'm like, oh, I bet Lauren's been there. Cause I haven't, but I've got some friends that have been there. So it looks, uh, looks super rad, yeah, but I kind uh, of pride myself on being like, you know, in the know of like the cool things to do in LA cause I'm pretty adventurous. So whether it's like, you know, go-kart racing or a really cool hike or like whatever, yeah. or like paintball, like shooting, like, I feel like I've at least done it once, but I've never even heard of that. So like now I'm going to like totally Google it when I get off the phone. Yeah. Me. San Pedro sunken city. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm texting you if I can find the wiki or something on it, but, uh, yeah, it's in San Pedro, but, uh, pretty rad. But anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, new single out. Um, I gotta ask you, I mean, music has become so weird at this point, you know, it used to all be about getting your, you know, your, your single on, you know, FM radio or something like that. I mean, how does one like you who drops a new single, I mean, how do you get this thing out there? Is it all about online and YouTube and getting the viral views? I mean, is that the way, you know, a a single becomes a a success nowadays? I mean, you know, it's definitely, I mean, first of all, that's, you know, super accurate, everything that you're saying. I mean, it's definitely a different world than what it used to be, but um, I mean, you know, obviously, like, you know, FM radio is still important and, you know, these things, are, they, they still do matter. But yes, like online um, is substantially more important than ever before. And, you know, I think that you're seeing a lot of stuff where um, people don't cross platforms as much. So if they if they hear something or see something online, they're much more likely to check it out somewhere else online. So it drives sales a lot better than radio does because somebody listens to something in their car, then they still have to 
go on their computer and then find it, you know, online. Whereas if they're already online, it's a lot easier um, to divert their attention and direct the traffic to, you know, checking out your single. So I think that that's why so much emphasis has really been put towards the social media and YouTube and things of that nature, because you can embed links right in the video and people can just click and buy right there. So it's a lot easier um, to get people to go straight there. So actually one thing that I did was I incorporated two of my girlfriends, um, are pretty big YouTubers and um, I incorporated them in my video and then they actually shot behind the scenes videos and then annotated um, those videos to my video. So we all linked our videos together. Nice. So if somebody were to watch the behind the scenes, they would then be prompted to go and check out the full music video. Uh, yeah. It's so about making connections now and, and getting people it's like, I've learned with like certain radio shows and stuff like that. Like I can air the same show. We've been doing it every week for, you know, I don't know how many, you know, five plus years at this point, you know, but it's like certain ones, you know, somebody will share and then it'll get picked up by another one. And it's all of a sudden that for no reason, the ratings will just yeah. shoot through the roof for one show online. And we're lucky that we're in national syndication, but just the online element, it's just crazy. Like, and there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, I can have the yep. biggest person in the world on air and it can do decent ratings. Um, and then all of a sudden one that you never would have thought it just goes viral, you know? And it's like, it's just yep. so, it's such a crazy, you, you can't predict things. I used to, when I was hosting for, um, uh, CW's the flash after show, um, you know, a lot of times we would have guests from the show on the, um, on our show, on the after show. And it definitely, just like you're saying, it didn't correlate with what the, what the biggest shows were at all. Like we totally thought when we had some of the celebrities from the show, that would be the biggest draw, like biggest draw for those episodes. It really didn't correlate like that at all. In fact, like those episodes were not the biggest by far. So it's really interesting how, um, just like you're saying, it's more on, you know, sharing and what, um, just random kind of luck sometimes with the tags that you use that you know get it um you know start to go viral so it's very interesting yeah all right well we're uh, uh segments kind of running short but uh, give us the uh, details one more time on uh you know on your video where people can download and uh and see it absolutely so um you guys just type in wake up um to you know google search with lauren mayhew it'll pop right up but it's on my youtube channel which is just under lauren mayhew and uh, all my social media is basically just under my name or some variation of that, so it's just pop right up. And, yeah, the single is available on all digital retailers, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, so definitely check it out. All right. Well, thanks a lot, Lauren, and uh, take it easy. We'll definitely be in touch, and we'll have to get you back on air on the podcast or on this show. I don't know. we got to do it more often. I always, always have fun when you're on air. Same here. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks a lot, Lauren. Take it easy. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, that was Lauren Mayhew. You can check out Wake Up. The video is on uh, on YouTube. You can get the single on iTunes. We're going to take a short break. We come back. Broadcast legend, NASCAR crew chief, Larry Mack. He is on the line. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price 
prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my next guest. First time we've had him on air, but uh, Larry Mack, welcome to the show, my friend. Oh, glad to be on with you. Appreciate you having me. Yeah, I got to ask you. I mean, people just refer to you as Larry Mack. They call you Larry McReynolds. I mean, how, how do people? Most people refer to you. I got to ask. Oh, uh, it, it's it's. There's no set pattern, but I've got to say, Larry Mack seems to to take a life of its own. Obviously, it's shorter to say. It's not near as hard to say as Larry McReynolds, but uh, I've always said as long as they're saying my name, it doesn't matter to me which which version they use. Yeah, is Larry Mack, is that like the alter ego? You know, <laughs> when Larry Mack turns, it turns on, we know stuff's going to happen, right? Well, in, <laughs> in the irony is, you know, the, the Mack, when you say it that way, is spelled M-A-C. Yeah. Of course, when you look at my, my real last name, it's just M-C. It, you know, some people say McReynolds, some people say McReynolds. I mean, I say McReynolds, and people will correct me about how I'm saying it. It's like, wait a minute, it's my name. I, <laughs> I, I, I think I know how I'm supposed to say my own last name, but 
Uh, long as long as they're calling me, I'm okay either way. Yeah, exactly. I guess uh, no such thing as bad publicity, right? <laughs> that that's it. Daryl Waltrip had a great philosophy when he was a race car driver. He said, "It." He said, "I'd rather hear them cheering, but even if they're booing, that means they're still paying attention to me." So I, I'll live with either one. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you know, I know we got a lot to talk about today. Obviously, you got a new podcast. We'll get into that here shortly. But, uh, man, I got to tell you, this off season, it's been a big one for NASCAR and NASCAR fans. I don't know if there's been an off season that I can remember that's had this much go on. Well, it's it's been storylines, Jim, all over the place, and I and I kind of snigger when I hear the phrase off season. Uh, that's a very <laughs> artificial term. It's yeah. just really about two and a half to three months that we're not racing. It, yeah. It's far from being an off season, like you have a lot of sticking ball sports. But when you think about it, just the driver storylines. You know, Tony Stewart retiring, which we we knew that was happening, yeah. and now Clint Boyer will be stepping into that 14 car. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back after the concussion syndrome that he suffered halfway through the season last year, and everybody's excited to, to have him back in that 88 car starting with Daytona here in about three weeks. But probably the driver's story that that shocked the racing world was Carl Edwards announcing at the age of 37, even with more time and years left on his contract with Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, that he was stepping down from racing, that, that he was happy with his career, uh, he had things he wanted to do with his family and that he was healthy. And then I think, I think honestly, Jim, what Dell Earnhardt Jr. went through last year, I think was a little bit of a wake up call to a lot of drivers. Yeah. You know, these drivers make a really good living like most pro athletes do and should. And I just think it kind of, it made an impact on, on some drivers, especially maybe Carl Edwards, but yeah, a lot of driver storylines, uh, across the board, you know, Stuart Haas Racing, who's been Chevrolet since they became Stuart Haas Racing in 2009. They're making a swap to Ford. And from a NASCAR side of things, just several days ago, uh, a format change for the race. Uh, not that these drivers need any, any incentive to race hard every race, the entire race. But the way the point system has been structured, the way the, the playoff system has been structured, if you want to race early in the year, like Denny Hamlin did roughly a year ago by winning the Daytona 500, for the next 25 races, you just don't have a lot you can gain. You can still go out and win races. You can still win a trophy, which is what they all enjoy doing. Yeah. But now with this new format change, with having three stages throughout the race, um, there's going to be a lot of points that's available every single race, the entire race. And I think we're going to see a little bit of a different NASCAR season this year. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with you, you know, and I, I think the points is, you know, I know with the whole chase that they instituted a while back, you know, it was, you know, the whole deal was to keep, you know, p- keep people hooked, you know, for the whole season, you know, and that way, you know, the last few races were exciting as uh, Daytona was, you know, but then, you know, I know last year you got a guy like Truex who, you know, comes away with what, four race wins, a couple in the chase and, you know, and, and somehow he doesn't even factor into the points championship. So it's, you know, I think there's a lot they can do and I think, uh, you know, they we'll see what happens, but I'm pretty excited about it as a fan. Uh, you know, and I know it sounds like the drivers are pretty excited about it as well. Well, NASCAR has always walked a fine line. Even 
before 2004 when we really didn't have any kind of a chase. It was just who could be the most consistent over the course of of whatever length the schedule was, whether it was 31 races as it was a number of years ago or 36 races now. And then the chase still rewarded consistency, uh, but it rewarded winning, especially these last two or three years of the chase format. And now it still highly rewards winning. It still highly rewards consistency. And now it rewards at a couple of points during that race uh, running up front, finishing in the top 10, or maybe even winning one of those stages. So, you know, I, I can't shoot any holes in it. And, and it's not because I've drank the NASCAR Kool-Aid. I've been accused of, well, they brainwashed you. You're never going <laughs> to say anything's not good or bad. It's like, no, I don't think so. You need to go back and, <laughs> and revisit some things that I did challenge NASCAR on, uh, whether it was safer barriers at all the racetracks we go to, whether it was the car tomorrow that they beat in 2007. I've never been just a an ear massager or yes man, but I <clears throat> I really can't shoot holes in this format. And as I tell, I've told a lot of fans, you know, let's let's give it a few races. You know, yeah. we we can't judge it off of Daytona. We we. We need to get through Daytona, Atlanta, and maybe those three races where we do the West Coast swing. And then let's sit down, you know, as an industry with fans and say, okay, this was better. This was no different. I don't think there's no way it's going to be worse. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it has all the potential to, to create some excitement in the middle portion of the season when things kind of kind of get a little bit of a lull or in the middle portion of a 500-mile race when things kind of get to a law. Yeah, I, I agree. I, like you said, I don't think it can get worse. I think it can only, only, you know, only get better. But, uh, you know, I got to ask too, one of the other big off season, uh, off season news, monster energy coming in is, uh, you know, I guess I call it the title sponsor. I know NASCAR has got their formal terminology for it, but uh, monster energy. I mean, you know, we know they're, they're basically backed by Coca-Cola, you know, there's a ownership there, but, uh, I mean, this is a, a big deal. I think, you know, this is, you know, I come from, we call it the action motorsports world, you know, off-road and rally cars and drifting and super supercross and you know an action sport so you know i'm very familiar with the company but you know this is a pretty big investment for monster and i know a lot of people saw it as out of their demographic but uh you know i know what i've seen behind the scenes is is now all of a sudden they're going to be able to activate in a lot of markets that they weren't in before you know so i, I don't know i mean how, how do you see this deal play out because i think you know first i was kind of you know people that know the show i was kind of against it but now i'm really kind of for it i see it as a, a major you know play for them well, since the mid-70s, this will only be the third <clears throat> series sponsor that, that NASCAR has had for the, for the top series, the Cup Series. You know, R.J. Reynolds and Winston, they were here for 33 years, all the way up through 2003, uh, all the way back from the early mid-70s. And, you know, they kept the sport afloat when this sport was maybe not going to make it back in the 70s. And, of course, because of so many restrictions and regulations that kept getting put on tobacco companies and tobacco industry, it finally was not – it was just not healthy for them to keep sponsoring the yeah. series. They they couldn't do anything with it because of the, of the restrictions on, on tobacco. And, of course, in 2004, uh, Nextel, which soon became Sprint shortly after, stepped in, and they've been unbelievable partners – of the sport for 13 years they took this sport to an all-new level they raised the bar very very high 
but obviously with some upper management changes within the, the Sprint Corporation, they felt like that it, you know, it had run its course. Uh, and very proud and happy that, that Monster Energy did step in. I think they have the ability to, to, to definitely change, <clears throat> change the approach and the outlook of the sport. Uh, they have a lot of experience in other forms of motorsports, and they're not going to dilute that. They're going to still have the Supercross Series. They're still going to be a sponsor on Kurt Busch's Stuart Haas Racing number 41 car. So I just think with the experience that they have in motorsports and the demographic that they deal with, I do see them being able to 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 grow uh, some attraction to NASCAR. I, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I I was so excited about it when I heard the announcement. I had my wife go out and buy some Monster Energy stock. <laughs> so we'll see if that that pans out healthy for me well you know the way monster energy is going i i don't know that it's going to be a bad thing that's for sure it seems like you know it's funny you look at the whole energy drink drink market as a whole and this is something that's relatively in its infancy i mean you know we're talking early 2000s was it you know we're you know it's a young young industry but the way it's taken over i mean it's just i i don't know that we've ever seen an energy you know a, a, a beverage company you know create a segment and grow like they have it's just I, I don't know if we know where the limit's at for this you know no, I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good and healthy for the sport. I, I really, really do. I, I know the, the industry, the garage area seems to be excited about it. Uh, the drivers are showing some excitement about it, and I, I think they're really going to do some neat things to cross promote uh, the NASCAR Cup Series with other forms of motorsports. I know when you think about all the races that we run each year. Uh, we obviously have the all-star race that's run every May at Charlotte Motor Speedway, and that's kind of the, the series sponsor's weekend. And I know we're anticipating some big announcements of things they're going to be doing with the all-star race at Charlotte in May. We're going to carry on this interview with America's crew chief, Larry Mack, after this short commercial break here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You got any questions? Be sure and tweet us at JimBeaver15, and uh, we'll get those questions asked for Larry Mack here on the show. But we'll be back after this here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. pizza because if you love pizza the 10 any pizza deal from pizza hut is the biggest no-brainer in the history of the world you can carry out a large pizza any toppings anytime for just 10 bucks even a large pan meat lovers or pepperoni lovers or whatever toppings you love they're all 10 bucks the 10 any pizza deal because no one out pizzas the hut ask for this offer additional charge for extra cheese and stuffed crust product availability prices and participation may vary 
This advertisement is neither an offer to lend nor a commitment to funding. Pun Funding is a marketing and information firm for businesses. We needed cash. Fast. Business is good, but this is an emergency. We needed some new equipment. The banks wouldn't help us. Need cash for your business? Call Pen Funding. We help small business stay in business. If you're in business six months with $10,000 per month in sales, you probably qualify. Call Pen Funding now. Call 800-766-4055. I called Pen Funding and had my money fast. Pen Funding helped me stay in business. Pen Funding helped us grow. Pen Funding can save your business. We can help you grow your business. Make the call now. If you need cash for your business, call Pen Funding. We help small business stay in business. Need cash for your business? Call 800-766-4055. When it's time to get busy on Valentine's Day. Celebrate your date with Trojan Way. We got condoms galore, and that's for sure. Grab some when you step out to the store. Bear skin, magnum, ants, whatever. As long as you're wearing one when you're together, just wrap it up, wrap, wrap, wrap it up. On Valentine's Day, make sure you wrap it up. Wrap it up this Valentine's Day with Trojan condoms. Available now at your local retailer. Trojan, America's number one most trusted condom brand. Wrap it up, wrap, wrap, wrap it up. Trojan. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years and years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. 800-241-2720. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, Consolidated Credit Programs will teach you how to get out and stay out of debt. Call 800-241-2720. 800-241-2720. That's 800-241-2720. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Services are primarily educational in nature. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got my good friend, NASCAR legendary crew chief and uh, on-air personality, Larry Mack, on the line and kind of continuing on with what we were talking about before the break. Well, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, some of the big events, I know me as a fan, you know, my favorite favorite two, uh, Daytona aside, my favorite two races of the year, the two road courses that uh, NASCAR runs. Now, I gotta, I gotta ask you because this is something you know we we've got our race shop, and it's like Sundays, Sundays when we're not racing the trophy truck or out in the desert. You know, we we, we got all the crew, and we're at our race shop watching the flat screen TV and watching the NASCAR races. And every year it comes up, man, when is NASCAR going to add some more road courses? I start looking around the country, and I go, man, we have some phenomenal, you know, triple A, you know, first class road course facilities, you know, especially, you know, you look at Circuit of the Americas and places like that. I mean, do you think we're ever going to see NASCAR at the at the cup level add in uh, uh, another road course or two, maybe something into the chase at the end of the year? Well, never say never, but, but here's a little bit of the dilemma that we're in. You know, we go to 23 different racetracks and it's 38 out of 52 weeks. 
And that includes, of course, the two special events, the additional weekend yeah. at Daytona coming up here where we run the Clash, and then, of course, the All-Star race that I talked about. <clears throat> and we only have five track owners that owns those 23 tracks. We have International Speedway Corporation that owns an abundance of tracks, including Daytona and Talladega and, and Richmond and Martinsville and Auto Club Speedway. We have Speedway Motorsports that owns eight different racetracks like Las Vegas, Sonoma, Texas, Kentucky, Charlotte. And then we have three independent owners, uh, the owners of, of Dover International Speedway up in Dover, Delaware, Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and then Pocono. So I guess case in point is, as Mike Hilton with NASCAR has said many times, for a race to, to be added, something's going to have to go away. Yeah. So I guess... The, the whole thing is going to come down are one of those five track owners, are they going to give up an event to go somewhere else? That That's going to be the, the hiccup. Yeah, I think NASCAR would love to add another road course. I think they'd love to maybe add a, a road course into the chase. But when you look at the, the owners that we have, the track owners, uh, again, just as Mike Kelton has said, we'd be more than happy to entertain adding a race or adding a track. But for that to happen, something's going to have to come off and go away. We cannot add any more events to our schedule. Yeah, and you definitely don't want to, you know, add more weekends onto the teams. I mean, NASCAR, you know, I know you've said it before, but it's it's one of the most grueling series in the entire world. I mean, as far as, uh, you know, just longevity and, and travel, and it's just, I mean, it's mind-boggling, and there's virtually no weekends off. You know, it's it, it's pretty... You know, I don't think these teams and these drivers and, and people around the series get the credit they deserve because, I mean, it's moving a massive, you know, I call a massive circus, you know, from one end of the country and back and forth every single weekend, you know, for a good portion of the year. Well, yeah, I mean, the analogy I give to people a lot is we essentially race from Valentine's Day until Thanksgiving. We do 38 race weekends out of 40 weeks. We'll have two off weekends. We do not race on Easter weekend with any of our top series. And then the Cup Series has another off weekend uh, in August. But the other two series will be racing that weekend. And, you know, baseball kicks off April 1st. Uh, We've already been racing for a month and a half. Baseball will go through its regular season. It's all-star break. It's divisional championships the league championships, the World Series, and they'll even have a ticker tape parade in the city of the world champions. And we still have almost (laughs) another month of racing to go when that all happens. But, uh, you know, this will be my 37th year to be a part of NASCAR for 18 years as a crew chief, now 17 years as a broadcaster, and many years before all that just as a mechanic on a race team. Um, But, I, you know, I think everybody that does it will tell you exactly what I tell you. It can get grueling. It can become a grind. But I don't know if I'd want to be doing anything else. I think we all can safely say we love what we do. Yeah. Well, I got to do a little bench racing here with you. Well, first off, question. I mean, you know, you got a lot of wins under your belt, obviously some Daytona wins and things like that. I mean, what's the one that sticks out the most to you? I mean, there's got to be one in the back of your mind that's, you know, that's one of the most special to you. Or maybe there's two of them, you know, that you can't pick from. But, uh, you know, out of all the wins you had in your career as a crew chief, I mean, which ones stick out in your mind the most? Well, Jim, they're all special because they're so hard to come by. Yeah, I won 23 points races as a crew chief plus a couple of the all-star races 
but I started 470 races as a crew chief. So that means I lost 447 <laughs> races. So those 23 are pretty special, but, but no question. Uh, and it would be hard to pick one of these. It would be the two Daytona 500s that I was fortunate enough to be a part of winning uh, in 1992 with Davey Allison. And then in 1998 with Dale Earnhardt Sr. in the three car, uh, I think, hey, just being the Daytona 500, but knowing how special that track and that race was to those two drivers. And, of course, it was those two drivers' only Daytona 500 win. Yeah. And then neither one of them, unfortunately, are with us anymore. You know, the first win is special because there's only one first, no matter yeah. how many you win. And that was at Watkins Glen at the road course you talked about yeah. with Ricky Rudd back in 1988. But, yeah, the the two Daytona 500s, I mean, right now as I'm speaking to you and holding my phone in my hand, I can crank my eyes toward my hand holding the phone, and that ring from the 1998 Daytona 500 is on my ring finger. <laughs> I wear it every single day of my life. Uh, it is it is very special as a crew chief or any, any team member of a, of a race team. Uh, including the driver, owner, or crew chief to win the Daytona 500. Yeah. Well, in, in, in speaking of that, you've been surrounded by some amazing drivers, and this is just kind of a, a fan question I've got because, you know, all of us in our mind have some of our favorites, but based on pure driving talent, not necessarily talent in a NASCAR, but pure driving talent, I mean, you've been around some of the best racers in the world. I mean, what are two or three of the guys that you've seen that can just drive anything? They get into a car and they touch it, and it just they can make the car do things that you never even thought of. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of drivers that can cross over, but there's got to be a couple that stick out in your mind just pure driving talent that have been just, you know, just blowing your mind? Well, I, I, yeah, I was fortunate to work with some great race car drivers, and I was fortunate to win races with a lot of different race car drivers. You know, Ricky Rudd that I mentioned, uh, and then and then working with, with uh, uh, Davey Allison, and then Ernie Irvin and Dale Jarrett and Dale Earnhardt and Mike Skinner and Brett Bonine, you know, and I was fortunate enough to win races with all those drivers. As far as just absolute brute talent, I may surprise you with my answer. Uh, and they all were very talented, but probably just raw talent. Didn't care what you had under the race car. Just do whatever you want to. He went out there, and he tried to be fastest in every practice. He tried to lead every lap of every race. He wanted to sit on every pole, and he wanted to win every race, and that was Ernie Irvin. Uh, he came over and started driving the 28 car uh, in the fall of 1993, unfortunately, after Davey Allison was killed in that helicopter crash. And Ernie drove it the rest of 93, 94, up until he got hurt at Michigan in a practice crash and then came back in 1996, uh, which was my last year at Robert Yates Racing. Dale Earnhardt you never questioned was he giving you a hundred percent you knew he was getting all he could out of that race car didn't know a lot about the race car but you knew he was going to get all that was there as far as driving hard and being very knowledgeable about the race car davy allison probably was one of the most knowledgeable drivers that i worked with nine out of ten times he'd tell you what that car was doing he had a pretty good idea of, of what he wanted to, to do to make it better. And if you went with that nine out of ten times, it was going to be better. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I even worked with David Pearson, uh, the Silver Fox, back in the early <laughs> wow. part of my career, back in 1983 and 84. So I, 
Yeah, I worked with some great race car drivers. There's no question. Yeah, well, that leads me into uh, we got to talk a little bit about this new podcast. Obviously, you work with some great race car drivers. You've been a crew chief. You've been an on-air talent. I know you've done a little uh, radio with my buddy Steve Post over uh, over there at MRN. But uh, you know what? Tell us a little bit about your new podcast because I know it's on our uh, our friends over at Podcast One's uh, network. Uh, tell us what fans can expect out of uh, out of uh, Larry Mack, America's crew chief. Yeah, I was pretty excited when we put this deal together. You know, I had been a guest on a number of podcasts just like I'm a guest with you right now, but I guess I never saw the vision of doing my own podcast, and Podcast One reached out to me uh, several months ago, and it took us a while to pull everything together, uh, but I guess with with being with Fox now, which again, I think I mentioned earlier, my 17th year, the first half of the season, I'm at the track every single day of every single race weekend, and even after NBC takes over, I'm still very engaged with the sport because I'm in the studio every week, two or three times a day. And I just felt like if I could take the, the, the NASCAR fan beneath the top layer of our sport, you know, they obviously see the races, they see the stats, they see all these things. But if I could take kind of, if you want to call it a behind the scenes type uh, weekly tour of the sport, then I was pretty excited to be do it. So, uh, We've done two episodes. Of course, this week I'm out in Houston uh, because Fox has the Super Bowl, and they've brought all the studio shows out here to Houston for the week. So I'm out here with the Race Hub nightly show with Danielle Trot and Adam Alexander. We're on FS1 Monday through Thursday, 6 o'clock Eastern time, so we're out here. But I'm still going to try to do some stuff out here. Uh, it'll mainly be maybe taping some interviews with different stars and different different players that are out here and and there's a lot of the NASCAR world that's out here. Jeff Gordon's going to be out here on Thursday. Jimmy Johnson will be out here uh, this week. So just kind of a behind-the-scenes tour. And uh, I've done two episodes. It, it felt great. It felt good. You can download it uh, each and every Wednesday, the new episode, uh, at podcast1.com, or you can uh, tune into iTunes and get it. As as we say, it's it's free. We only ask you to patronize our sponsors where we continue to offer it free. Uh, but, yeah, it's Larry Mack, America's Crew Chief, and uh, pretty excited about this new podcast. And the fans, the early going, seems like they've really embraced it. Yeah, I've uh, tuned in to the first couple episodes. Good stuff. i got to ask you before we leave, you're out there, Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, you know, you, uh, who you got? Uh, you think it's uh, Tom Brady or uh, Matt Ryan? Well, I guess my brain's going one way and my heart's going <laughs> another. You know, being a Southern guy, how did I not pull for the Falcons? Yeah. We know if you're going to win this Super Bowl, it's probably going to go through Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and that bunch from New England. But I tell you, if these Falcons can play ball like they did against the Green Bay Packers about a week and a half ago, they're they're going to be a force to reckon with. My big fear is the Patriots. I think they may have a little stronger defense. Uh, I've always had the philosophy. I'm a big Alabama Crimson Tide fan. I live, eat, sleep, and breathe my Crimson Tide. And I've always said the offense scores points, but the defense wins or loses the ball game, which that was the case with my Crimson Tide of few weeks ago against yeah. the Clemson Tigers. The defense, I think, pretty much lost that game. But I think it'd be very cool uh, for the Falcons to to win the Super Bowl. You know, this is only their second time. This is Super Bowl 51, and this is only their second time to be in the Super Bowl. And they, of course, did not win it the first time. So 
I think no matter what, um, it, it's going to be a hell of a ball game on Sunday. Yeah, I agree. It's I think it's going to be a shootout, high-scoring game, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, Thanks a lot, Larry, man. Definitely looking forward to uh, Daytona 500 coming up, and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime, my friend. No, I appreciate it. We'll maybe have to have you on my podcast. And I, One thing we've been doing is I've been, I, I'm very heavily engaged on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter, at LarryMack28. Uh, and I've been each week before the, the tape, the new episode of, of Larry Mack, America's crew chief, I ask the fans to tweet me questions. And then I tweet afterwards, you know, tune in for the next episode and see if I answered your question. Uh, I know the last episode we taped, I did get to about six or seven of the fans questions, but uh, again, follow me on Twitter at Larry Mack 28. I love engaging with the fans on Twitter. All right. We'll definitely give you a follow, Larry. Thanks for everything, my friend, and uh, take it easy. Awesome having Larry Mack on the line. Legend, couple of multi-time Daytona 500 winner, on-air personality for Fox. Also got a new podcast. Definitely check that out. Larry Mack, America's Crew Chief, over on PodcastOne.com, as well as iTunes and their app. We're going to take a short break, and, uh, man, we got a lot more coming at you here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. We all know health care has changed drastically. It's quite the puzzle to sort through your options and find a health insurance plan that's affordable and maximizes your benefits. 
And you are now required by law to have health insurance or you may pay a tax penalty. So let the Health Markets Insurance Agency help you. They offer plans from over 120 different companies and can even help you obtain government subsidies. Let them do all the research for you and show you how affordable health insurance can be. A service that's at no extra cost to you. Call now and learn your options to find affordable health insurance. 800-614-1242. 800-614-1242. Health Markets Insurance Agency is a DBA or assumed name of Insphere Insurance Solutions, Inc., which is a licensed insurance agency in all 50 states and D.C. Not all agents are licensed to sell all products. Service availability varies by state. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Just capping off one epic, epic show today. Got to give a shout-out to my friend Lauren Mayhew. Thank you for the intro outro music. We're going to cap off the show with her full her full song. So if you hang tight here, online listeners, using national syndication is going to get cut short. But those of you tuning in online, you get the full thing. So thanks to her. Always fun having her on, changing things up a bit. Uh, man, Brock Hoyer, you know, congrats on the X Games gold. Thanks for coming on. Justin Matney, I'll be doing battle with him this weekend. Larry Mack, the legend. Uh, thanks to Polaris Razor, General Subaru, Casey Highlights, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish, Impact, Terracross, the Blue Water Resort and Casino. I got to go and uh, get to some trophy truck racing. So uh, we're going to cut this short, but thanks to all you guys for tuning in, keeping it locked and loaded here. As always, we'll see you next week, and game on.